What's up, everybody? Another episode of Straight Cut coming to you from West End Cigars inside the Members Lounge. I'm Aaron. And this is Mark. Mark, we need to get back on that cigar train a little bit, especially after yeah, last a little week. Bit. Yeah, <laughs> I loved last week's episode. It was uh, totally cool. A lot of our listeners loved last week's episode. Opened yeah. up some new music to some to some people. Yep, yeah. uh, got a lot of positive feedback from oh, yeah. the Radiator King album uh-huh. on uh, Unborn Ghosts. Um, he was um, he was a really cool dude. Yeah, I, I can't wait to have him back. Um, I, I talked to him uh, a couple of days ago and just said, "Hey, he was li- really cool." Li- listeners are like really liking the stuff, and you know, people were sending me pictures of them like of their favorite song and stuff like that. Yeah, so it was really cool to you know get his music out there. And uh, yeah. I listened to his album I think another two times, and we yeah. and we recorded like late into the week. So yes, we, we, did. we just recorded what four days ago, I guess. Yeah. Four days ago. And I've already listened to a couple more times. Yeah. And it's just, uh, it, it threw the scheduling off a little bit, but it was well worth it. And it was like, I can't wait to have him back on again. He was, uh, he was a really fascinating guy <laughs> and, uh, a super knowledgeable oh. guy about music, which you'd expect is his profession. Yeah. Um, but he was fun and I enjoyed it. And I had uh really positive feedback from people who weren't necessarily music people Mm -hmm. saying it was interesting. So it was, I mean, it, it, it it was, there was something for everybody unless you're just a cigar guy. I think we talked about cigars for about 45 seconds. Yeah. Um, so this week is going to be cigars, a little more cigars specifically. We're going to talk about boutique limited edition. Yeah. Some of the cigars, some of the nonsense terms. I'm just going to throw them out there and (laughs) try to, we're going to try to put a definition around them, but also, call out some of the terms that people use and, uh, and just think about them. And, and we want your feedback obviously on some yeah. of these, but uh, you know, some of the terms that we use, but mm-hmm. um, one of the things that uh, there's a lot of terms, you know, organic in, in food prep and, yeah. and all of that <laughs> is one of those terms. What does organic mean? Yeah. And I know there's some definition by the federal government to try to put terms around that. Um, well, there we don't want the federal government cigar, so <laughs> yeah. so uh, I think we're all clear on that. Yeah. So, so for for doing that, we needed to have a boutique, a uh, limited, a small batch, so something the, like that, a cigar. The wise. Romeo and Juliet, uh, um, uh, Reserve Real, <laughs> the, cl- the classic Monty. I'll get into that <laughs> later on. Yeah. Um, but so what we're having is the Viva La Vida Club 500. We've done a we've done one of the other Vivas before, but we've never yeah. done the Club 500. You know, we're yeah. we're lucky enough to be one of the first 500 shops to yes, we carry are. Viva. Um. So and it's an amazing cigar. I th- this one I think is my favorite of the Vivas. Really. I, it, I always go back and forth between this and the Jester. But the LCC Lancero, though, I just thought about that. Jesus, are we going to spend twenty five <laughs> minutes with you switching your favorite? Okay. Okay. I'm gonna. Here, from here on out, the Club 500 is my favorite Viva. So it is, to me, this is my favorite. Mm-hmm. And the Lancero is 1A, I will, which is close. I will, I will. That Lancero is a special cigar. Yeah. Um, in the fact, and they're different. They are. Um, that Lancero is, if you want to sit down and just savor a Viva, um, it is, it, you can't smoke it quick. Mm-hmm. You can't. Um, you know, you can't be involved in a podcast recording. No, you can't, um, you can't be deep engrossed, engrossed in a conversation with, let's say Adam Silvestri. You can't be, <laughs> you have to really focus on that cigar, but when you do, um, it's pretty magical. Yeah. But that's the nature of a Lancero, to be honest with you. There's yeah. very few Lanceros that are 
hit it and forget it. Yeah. Um, you, you just, you, you, but when you do that scar is pretty, pretty special. And I think that's why we haven't really done a Lancero on our, like hard. our, our dick around show. We've done it on our review show, but like on one that we're just going like, to um, BS about, you kind of, that is a, a Lancero. You want to, you want to focus you on want to savor. And, and I, I mean, you I'm, and I are both Lancero guys. I'm the Lancero ho. So you are. I mean, you're the ho of a lot of things. Well, um, Yes. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a married man now. So my hoeing days are over. <laughs> I'm just going to pause there for a second. And so, but with the, um, they're both, they're both really good. The yes. gesture to me is a distant second. Um, I like the gesture. It's nice. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, and the rest are, I love the Viva line. Mm-hmm. Um, but this club 500 is to a be, r- really, yeah, really, to, really good. To be spot. fair. Like I haven't, I don't, there's not a Viva I don't like. Yeah. There's just ones I like more. Like more. I sure. like better. Yeah. Because I, I would take a Viva. Sure. It's it, like the quorum line. <laughs> okay. Well, so then next week we'll have a quorum. How about That's that? That's fine. Do you have any? Uh, we have, we, we have a few. Okay. I, maybe, maybe you're going to have Kev send, send us some. No, I think Kev's thrown them all in the, <laughs> Are they on the, the Hudson uh, Bay. The Hudson. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Although it's not the uh, it's not the scar he smoked the shortest, I believe there was another one scar that he he said fuck it and threw it in the in the Hudson quicker. But I kind of want to know what that is. Um, well, I think it's a Rocky. Well, I don't I don't doubt that. Yeah. But yes, so um, we we do love the Viva and and. You know, this is a this is a little different cigar than than like the robusto. Or it the is Justin. so so the 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 club five hundred. It's a six by sixty box press. It's the only box press that they do. Yep. Um, it's a soft box. It's not a hard box. Um, they the the wrapper on it kind of had went a different fermentation process as well. So that's why the club five hundred has a has a little bit of a different taste to it than, yep. than the other sizes. I get a lot more chocolatey taste yep. out of the 500. It's like, it's like a nice delicate chocolate cake. I mean, I really, the other ones have like some cocoa S nibs to it. This one I get, I do get more of that. Yeah. That darker chocolate, that real nice, just luscious. I get a lot more barnyard dust out of this one. Barnyard dust. <laughs> yes. That, no, I get that a sounds lot toxic. I don't know about <laughs> barnyard dust. <laughs> No, um, I've been uh, on the virtual herbs. I've been making fun of some folks. Um, so, uh, <laughs> do you want to call them out? <laughs> no. Okay. No. Um, uh, well, everybody who they is, know who they are, you know who you are. Then, because I don't know who they are, but right. No, you don't. Mark um, gave you a pass. Right, I did. Because <laughs> um, they all wait for Kevin to give his flavor notes. Because Kevin's palate is is extremely complex. I mean, and but but but, and but, out of, but out of everybody, he's the one that is a published. No you know, reviewers. Yeah. Well, so. and his palate is very good. Yeah. Uh, I'm not calling out Kev because Kev, Kev actually is, is very strong. Um, and everybody else is just a little less confident in their palate. I think their palates are very good, but when you're in the room with somebody with you, when you're in the room with, uh, somebody who's like a mature chef, yeah, you let them tell you what you're tasting before you, and, and, and I do the same thing with yeah. Kev. So for the record, and they always ask me what I'm tasting, and I say <laughs> tobacco with underpinnings of tobacco. More tobacco, <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. No, I I, yeah. I I I can see where you're coming from with that because, like, if Thomas Keller was in the room, right. I'm not talking about my chef endeavors. Right. He's just going to wipe yeah, the floor right. with everything right. that I know. Right. But I mean, the funny part is the group that I hang with online actually has a lot of really good palates, 
And when Kevin's not in the room and they start talking about it, they, they're actually very articulate. Mm-hmm. But Kevin can be intimidating because Kevin's palate is very mature. Um, and that's just, that's Kev. And uh, and uh, for the record, I'm going to meet him in a couple of weeks. So I'm, I know. Totally and like, fucking fired the, like up. The list that. you keep, you keep, you keep giving me morsels and nuggets of no. of everybody that's going up there. Do you hear Raquel Welch, Welch is coming? She's still alive. Oh, you can go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's still alive. Don't joke about shit like that. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm envious. Um, yeah. You know, I just, so it, it, the, a, the, the weekend just didn't work out. I know. because everybody. Everybody should know that I would definitely be there, but yeah. you know, yeah. we finally, finally fucking closed on the house. I know. 38, 38 hours after we're supposed to. Not I'm a very docile guy. I'm very even kill. <laughs> I'm not, you know, over exuberant. You know, I have a loud personality like, you know, you and I were type A people. Yep. Um I scared some people Thursday. And Friday sounded like the they didn't do the prep work they were supposed to. They dropped the ball so damn bad, and it was just like I've been lucky. The two houses I bought oh were pretty, I mean, and I, mean, I had was, to sign my name four thousand times, but other than that, it so was we we when, we when we finally did. I mean, this was our first house, so we didn't have as many papers to sign. But uh, it's a good thing that you know that we both have really like doctor signatures because my our names are so long. It's just they let you get away with that because I have a doctor's signature too, and they. I signed it the first time here. Yeah. And they said, no, you need to get a more adult like signature. So my signature. So I had to slow it down. My signature is an A and an S. That is what my signature oh, has always been. They they wouldn't let me get away with that here. Really? Yeah. Oh no. They said, Nope. That is not that is not a complete enough signature. And then they made me sign it. They might have known I might have been a little pissed at him too. So yeah. <laughs> I don't no, know. I had to because I was down here and Paula was still in Illinois. I had to sign Every time I had to sign, and then I had to sign, I had to write her name, and then I had to sign underneath her name every time. So right. I had to double sign. Oh, it's yeah. I, I probably signed my name probably seventy times. Yeah, but yeah. it was just like, yeah. I'm I'm glad it's over. But I had my first cigar at the house last night. We both did have a had a couple Davidoffs. Nice. Had our first meal. Got some take home pizza from a little pizzeria over there. And nice. Congratulations. It was, it was nice. You've officially become a stepbird husband. I have officially become in the biggest amount of debt I have ever been in in my life. Yeah, you need to let that slide for a week or two. You need to not think about that. Yes, what you texted me right away, and I and I actually told Leanne. Um, I think it was Leanne. I said, "Wow, he's he just bought a house, and that's all he wants to focus on." Eh, my goal is to have it paid off way fucking sooner than what. It's first fucking week. Don't focus on that. It's a good goal. You need to focus on that. Pay it, pay down the debt. Those are all good things. My brother came over. He was like, man, I really like it. He's like, do you want to switch houses? Like, yeah. Do you want my payment? Right. Yeah. He yeah. quickly backtracked on that one. Yeah. No, I understand how that goes. But back to cigars, since we're going to yeah. do cigar heavy this week. Since cigar we heavy. Cigar light. We already talked about what the cigar well, we have, and we'll yeah. talk about it later on. But we want to talk about boutiques, uh, limited editions, small batch, um, stuff like that. Yeah. So where do you want to start? So I think, um, I mean, those terms get thrown around so interchangeably to me. Yeah. I, I'd like to start with boutique. Um, boutiques, is, Brandon and I sat for one one um, one night up at Conway, not, not too long ago, and talked about what is boutique. Do you consider LFD boutique? So 
since you just started that with boutique, I'm glad you did. I'll read what the definition was 15 years ago regarding boutique cigars. So this was from 15 years 15 ago. 15 years ago, which yes. in, in the cigar industry is about 15 years. Yeah. <laughs> and in calendar years, it's about 15 years. Well, fuck, if you're going to be like all specific about it. <clears throat> so 15 years ago, boutique was considered brands that produce one and a half million cigars or less a year. So per that definition, Romeo would be classified as that. Monty would be classified as that. Damn near a lot of people would be classified as boutique. One and a half million cigars or less. Or less. Now, is that the manufacturer? Is that the line? So, or is that the So that's the size, like, the like, like the line. So well, is that like the Neanderthal or is that the, so the, is that the so Aquitaine? The, is that all of the Romacraft? So like the way, the way I interpreted it, so they, 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 they threw in uh, uh, Romeo Juliet. So like the Romeo Juliet Reserve Real, that classified as a boutique, but the brand as itself does not. Foundry is classified as boutique. Foundry is owned by General. General is not boutique, but Foundry is. So that's where that's where the lines get crossed. So that's why I think we throw around the word boutique that should be in lieu of or should be replaced with small batch or limited. Like there's no world, there's no world, there's no cigar world where anything that has the word Monte Cristo or or our Romeo Giulietta should be classified as boutique is should be classified as boutique. Yeah. It could be defi- defined as limited edition or small batch, mm-hmm. but it, there is no world where it should be boutique. No. So that's why I, so I think the only, now do you think that there can be a boutique line of cigars? Cause I think the only definition of boutique is a manufacturer. There's a b- boutique manufacturer. I don't think they're, There can not be, um, for example, Foundry, Mm -hmm. which is a good example. Mm -hmm. It's it's owned and was created, my understanding is, by General. Yes. So General owns Foundry. It wasn't created by someone else and then bought by General. Yeah. That is not a boutique. Yeah, I know. Even though it's a small production. And 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 a brand new from scratch line. Yes. And I, and I, I agree with that. So that's why I think the word boutique is just being misrepresented. It should be small batched or limited edition just because. Or I'm, new. Yeah. I mean, so. Yeah. So I, I think the first definition is it cannot, it, it, it has to be um, a manufacturer. So the first definition that I def- mm-hmm. define is it has to be a manufacturer. It's a boutique manufacturer. It's not a boutique line of cigars. It's not a boutique cigar. They are boutique manufacturers or they're non-boutique manufacturers, period to me. So, for example, Viva is a boutique manufacturer of cigars, but is it? So that there, there's where the rub is. Okay. Let's, let's go, let's backtrack. Martinez is a boutique company. No question. Because they produce their own cigars. cigars. Viva is a boutique name, but they have AJ blend it AJ, so, do, so for the record aj fucks up everything so aj but but he also makes things really really good 
I know. <laughs> but in a good but, way. But in this definition, AJ fucks up everything. That's what I'm saying. Okay, so okay, let's go, let's even go back even further. A cigar that we both really, really like, the Mike G Super Connecticut. Yep. A he doesn't roll those. He doesn't get those in, but right. he has somebody else do that for him that produces more than one and a half million a year. But I still consider that a boutique cigar. But how, I think first of all, one and a half million cigars produced a year. I don't, that's I'm a not, lot. That's a lot. Don't you think one and a half million a year? I mean, I'm, I can't even do that math. I'm good at math. I can't even do that in my head. How many boxes that is? Seven. It's going to be more than seven. Yes. Uh, well, I guess it helps if I don't do a, uh, a decimal point. <laughs> that's 75,000 boxes a year. If it's a 20 count box. That's how, all, how much is if it's a 25 count box? <laughs> so you're doing like the Perdomo where you like, everything's 20, but that one box is, uh, is yeah. 25. Um, yes, that is a lot of boxes, but you have Mike G's. And so that is the multiple lines thing, uh-huh. right? But you have five Vitolas in that one line. And now suddenly you're at 15,000 boxes in each of those. Yeah. Now you're a lot more comfortable in the boutique t- definition. You have three wrappers and three and five five sizes, which yeah. is unusual in a boutique. <clears throat> yeah. But let's just say now you're in 15. It, now you're down to 3,000 boxes in each one. Math in cigars don't make sense. It throws right. it throw, it so, a number. Like, like uh, LFD. LFD isn't boutique. Right. I don't consider them boutique. But... The LFD, the LG small batch, they only produce 250 boxes. That's a small batch. That's a small batch, a but that's not edition. a boutique. But in that definition, that's that's why that that's why I after See, I think after reading about this, I've come to the to the ter- determination. I don't like the word boutique. Really? Unless it's unless it's in a distinct category like Martinez. Like um See, I have a different definition of boutique. I hate the number of cigars produced. That, yeah, that. so there <clears throat> certainly has to be some number, and I think it actually is probably five or six times that. So I think it's somewhere seven million. You might guess seven and a half, ten million. And the reason is, at some point, you you just simply produce yourself out of boutique. Yeah. But I actually think it is facings, and here's why. Um, I think LFD is the great example. If you think about LFD or Padron, mm-hmm. they have they 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 don't have that many. So you have the number series yes. for Padron. Let's use Padron for a second. You have the sixty fours, the twenty sixes. You you have a few other things within the Padron, mm-hmm. but you have a lot of facings, yeah. and that takes you out of boutique for me. Whereas someone like Romacraft has significantly less facings. Now, not really that many lefts. And Roma actually probably competes Pro- with Padron. Roma probably has more facings. Well, some of them, they're starting to, because they keep adding like the Baca and all those things mm-hmm. that they continue to add and the um, the craft and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, and so, but then you start thinking about the Viva. <clears throat> There's maybe 10 facings. Let's see, they got the Gesture, they got the Robusto, the Diadema. The, the Diadema. They got the Torpedo. They right. got the Club 500, and they have the Lancero. Yeah, like maybe six. They also get that, that famous size. But that's I think that's the Lancero, yeah? 
No. Is the famous not? is a okay. different one. So, so seven six, to eight. Seven to eight, maybe. That, to me, makes them more boutique-ish, yeah. right? Doesn't matter who actually manufactures, right, to me. Now, maybe the manufacturer changes it because AJ is a game changer. Mm -hmm. But there's so much cross-pollination, inbredness of the manufacturing production game that I, I get nervous about that. Yeah. Because this is really a standalone manufacturer sort of resell operation. But to be honest with you, maybe that's why boutique doesn't make sense, right? Yeah. Mike G's its own <clears throat> its own game, right? Yeah. Its own uh, production slash whatever. That's what makes a boutique for me. Um, you, you think about Crook of the Crown, to me. You think about United. Mm -hmm. You think about Martinez, three of my favorite cigars, mm -hmm. right? You know, those three clearly boutique, right? Mm -hmm. Maybe 10. Well, yeah, so, so Martinez maybe has uh, 15 to 20. I think you get over 40 facings, which is where <clears throat> Padron crosses, which is where LFD crosses. Yeah. I think it's facings. So like, uh, okay, so like you said, Crook, Crook of the Crown. So Stolen Throne has, a, as of right now... Two, three. Two, two or three facings. Three. three. Facings? They got um, something oath. Uh, something oath. They, uh, uh, well, they have the newest one. The the. Uh, they have um, yeah. The call to of, arms. The call to arms and the crook of the crown. And then they have another one that is um, a limited edition that okay. comes out through one. So of the so stuff. that is by and by a Broken boutique oath. company. Yeah, that is boutique. Yep, all the way. But like, I mean. And Martinez, I think I think if we classify Martinez as like the the um, when you do the scientific, the, but, but I mean, think about how many facings they have. They I have. Wonder a, how many, I wonder how many scars they produce a month or a year. Bet you more than Dave, we think. Dave, Dave has said before. I don't. I don't remember. Yeah, I mean, bet you, it's more than you think. It's, one of, it's one of those things I kind of want to text Dave right now to to ask. Yeah, but. Uh, but to me, they're the boutique, they're the, you know, I mean, but that's the problem with boutique, right? Mm -hmm. Because every definition you put there, I want them to be boutique mm -hmm. because they're to me, one of the coolest companies out there. And I want them to fit in this category that I really like of boutique. And um, so I, I want them to fit the definition. But okay, the problem so with all the definitions is I want Roma to fit in that definition. Like, but they okay, don't. But okay, Tatuaje. Tatuaje started as boutique. Pete Johnson would argue that they've never been boutique. I know, but if you go off, he's by argued what, that to me. But if you go by what the definition was, they would definitely. I mean, everybody at, at one point or another, everybody fucking starts as boutique. I mean, unless he, you, he's argued to me, he never was. Okay, so then would you classify him as a small batch cigar or as? Is he a heavy? He's probably he's probably middle. He's probably transgressed more into the heavy hitters album. He's not. He might not be in the realm of General or Altadas, but at the same time, those are family companies or the, those are umbrellas that have subsidies of so what Monte yeah. and Roma. And, yeah, I mean, who has more facings, Monte Cristo or does does uh, does Tatuaje? Oh God, I mean, <clears throat> Tatuaje, Tatuaje does. does. Yeah, yeah, by far. Who's got better cigars? On Tat all the way. Yeah. <laughs> right so um yeah i apologize to any of my cristo fans but um so i mean uh, they, they make good cigars they're just not for me right i mean i if i want a mild cigar I'll, I, okay. I have other options i want sure go ahead and apologize um so uh 
Um, yeah, I, I just think, I think it's boutique manufacturers. I think it needs to be some definition other than cigars manufactured. Yeah. yeah. And I think it, to be honest with you, is a messy definition because of people like AJ Fernandez. Yeah. But I think it's facings. Um, but you think about, I mean, you think about Martinez, you got the, the Passion, you, you got the New York blend, the 45, the, you got the Queens blend, the, the flat rollers blend. Now you have the Gator and the Bishop. Right. And in then, different sizes. Mm-hmm. And so you have, you, you actually add up facings. Most people don't see all the facings. You think about something like Ashton and all the, they have like eight facings or eight sizes in every damn cigar they make across the 20 blends. And then bam, suddenly you have 200 facings, 250 facings. And that's just a ton of facings. I mean, I bet you Martinez has 40 facings. That's a lot of facings. You probably only see it in New York, that many facings of Martinez anywhere. Yeah. And that's true. You don't see that. You don't see Monty fully laid out anywhere. But, um, you know, I think it's facings, to be honest with you. So I just texted Dave. We'll see what he reacts. We'll see what he responds. He's he's gonna have to add it up on his fingers and so I, ju- I just asked him off the top of your head. Do you know how many cigars y'all produce a year and how many facings do you have? So we'll see. I mean that that will that will give us a good baseline to see where because we we both agree that Martinez is boutique, small batch, yeah. limited, all that. They, and we all they, agree that Roma's not right. I I would so there's there's where the rub is. Okay, so the craft series that's not a mass produced. That's not a mass-produced item, so, so that's a limited. E. It's even called like the like the craft le or something like that. It is. So that so that's in there, but then it's in its own subcategory. So let's leave boutique for a second. So what's the difference between limited edition and small batch? Small batch, I would put it. Now this is my definition. Small batch is something that you can get year round, but they, it's produced in limited quantities. Le is something that's only produced. X amount of times a year. Yeah. Yep. I agree with that definition. So Viaje, Viaje is my favorite brand. I would classify that as small batch because they do so, they can honestly be both maybe, but they, they do so little quantities that they it's, can almost do limited. I just, I think it's I'm almost just, never available. I, I think I just talked myself at even saying their smash. The 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 viaje that I that I smoke the zombies the stuff like that their fourth category it's so hard to get but it's so worth it worth it I I classify that as a yeah. small batch the the um like the birthday blend that they do every year that's a limited because they only do one time a year one time a year well the añejo is the is the classic was one of the original mm-hmm. examples of the limited edition used to come out at Father's Day and used mm-hmm. to come out at Christmas. Now mm-hmm. it only comes out at Christmas. Yep. Um, and that's what a limited edition Opus is. Opus comes out around Father's Day. So right. That so then they LA. did that. Yep. And uh, so you see those, the the um, the uh, Tatuaje. Um, the Monster Series. Monster Series comes out this time of year. <clears throat> right. And so uh, that's limited edition. Small batch is a term that I believe a lot of people just put on a cigar to to let people think that it's rare and sell it. Cause I've noticed a lot of small batch cigars never go out of stock, which is amazing. If there's a small batch, one of my favorite cigars is a small batch, but you guys never seem to have any trouble getting it. Which one? The Perdomo small batch. 
never seem to have a problem getting it. Is that because you guys so, are such an awesome Perd Perdomo customer? I mean, we are the biggest in the state. I, I, probably, I know you are. Probably. But from what I've been told from Chris, who is the head of the sales. I'm of, not talking them out. I'm just saying you guys no, from, never from what have problems getting it. From what, from what we've been told, they've only produced X amount of that cigar. So when it's done, it's done. So, so they've produced a billion boxes, but when those billion boxes I, yeah, so are I, sold, then that's it. Then that's it. Yeah. But will they come out with another blend and will they change the blend a little bit and then do another small batch? I don't know, but they, so they, they only, they only have X amount allotted for the small batch. Okay. Even though it's a huge small batch, they only have X amount. So of they that. didn't want to call it the large batch cigar. <laughs> The, so the hefty batch. So it's like the Rocky Patel 1990 vintage. The old would be considered small batch because it's not, it's they've totally changed the blend. It's, it's a totally different. Well, then why didn't they change the number? You have to take up with rock in that one. I have, I don't know. I don't like Rocky. So I don't really care about that. Have one. You, oh, you've met him. So, okay, there you go. <laughs> I like his brother. Nish Patel is awesome. Heat man, dude, that dude's a partier. But I just don't like their cigars. That's just me. I, I like the, I like the old ninety twos, but yeah, uh, I never was a fan of those. Um, but uh, okay, so Dave just texted me back. Yeah, minimum of a hundred thousand a year, six facings. Now this is from Martinez himself. That number's not right. Minimum of a hundred thousand. Mm -hmm. He's got more than six facings. He's got unless well, I mean, so the forty line. So the forty five is a facing, no. couple, a couple different vitolas, but a facing, a facing to us. Maybe he's taking, <coughs> maybe he's taking facing right. as a different way. Yeah, maybe. So you have the forty five. So have, I'll straighten them out in a couple. So, weeks. so yeah, <laughs> rub it in. I will. You have the forty five. You have the flat iron. You have the New York blend. You have the um, uh, 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 passion. Right. Yeah, so I got I get the core. They have the core of that. So six. So that's five thousand boxes of. Yep. So. Yep. Cool. Yep. That they are definitely boutique. Oh God, yeah. I mean, there's no argument. And Padron and LFD are definitely out. Tatuaje's definitely out. The Ahe is. I would. I. I I, I don't think I don't, hard I don't, to get. I, I don't put the, I don't put them in the boutique. I put them in the small batch. The the stuff that everybody wants. They have a core line that not everybody really wants. It's the the full moon, the zombie, the shotgun shells, stuff like that. I would consider that small small batch. The birthday blend, the stuff that only comes out once a year, like the, the farmer bill. That, that's the that that's you the think LE. they produce too much to be. Uh, I just think they're too big to be considered boutique. Just okay. like, just like how, you know, Pete Johnson argues that he's never been boutique, but I mean, he's been boutique before. I mean, I remember I have a, so while we're packing up and moving, I found all my old aficionado magazines. I found one from like 2008 or something or not. I forget, but it's like when Pete Johnson just came onto the scene of the cigar world and it's like the new kid in cigars or something like that. I forget yeah. what it was. So, I mean, he's, Everybody no, starts boutique. Everybody starts, right? But yeah. it's just, do you stay boutique? Do you want to stay boutique? Right. Well, he never thought of himself that way. He thought of himself as the new kid on the block. Just, I mean, and and I think that's a good way to look at it. You never want to, you want to consider yourself 
larger than boutique. So yeah, that was never his goal. Yeah. Some people's goal is to be boutique because I think, especially nowadays, you know, what, what's hot. It's the, the, the repurposing of stuff, the small mom and pop, the, you know, the, the, you kind of get a different feel where it seems a little more, not as, um, widely manufactured. You have a little more attention to detail. If people consider you small and boutique ish, like, you know, I, I work for a cabinet shop. We, we go up against the big boys of the like prefab cabinets all day long. So if you, so if I take that into to the same realm, like I would be considered like a boutique, uh, wood, wood shop, as opposed to something like Lowe's or Home Depot that has the mass manufacturing of stuff. Yeah. And I think that's what people kind of look for. Yep. So, yeah, I mean, I, I think boutique manufacturers is the first thing. And I think it's actually facing some not total sales. hundred thousand, um, for sure, puts you in a boutique. Oh God, yeah, yeah. Million and a half is probably a lot. There's probably a lot more people under that line than I think. Um, probably a lot more people under. Yeah, but that I mean, I, think. I mean, like we said, going back to to Foundry, you know, they're owned by General. General is no means a small batch, a limited, or a boutique. Yeah, but they have, but their own, but they have subsidies that are technically yeah, but the, boutique. The, when you when general owns you you can't be a boutique that was the chair no it wasn't <laughs> y'all heard that that's the shit i put up with that was the chair literally that was the chair um so what what are some of your okay so okay here here's this do we want to use the word boutique anymore tonight or do you want sure, to sure we okay. can use it so what are some of your quote unquote boutiques oh no no more using it <laughs> What fuck you? What are some of what are some of the boutique brands that you like? Um. So, uh. Well, I mean, we're obviously going to start with Martinez cigars. Mm-hmm. Um. The Passion is is quickly become one of my favorites of their line. Um. I think it's a an amazing spice bomb. One of my favorite um sort of newcomers. Mm-hmm. Um. To me, you and I smoked it on the live event. Um, and it sort of hit me and as it hit you, <laughs> like where we went, fuck, this is a great cigar. And then uh, I've had a chance to smoke it a couple times since, um, and really enjoy it. Yeah. Um, and it is, um, boy, it's a pepper bomb and it is really delightful. Yeah. Um, and obviously I'm team 45, although mm-hmm. the flat iron is great as well, but team 45, um, was on last night, um, I was on a night recently with Gator and um, Nick. Uh, they did a live Instagram thing, um, and, uh, and we're going up. St. I'm going up St. Louis, but they said they may not. the the uh, The bishop and the Gator may not make it to St. Louis. Is it ever, is it selling like? Supposedly, it's selling like wildfire. So I bought a couple tins. They have uh, uh, eight pack tins, um, which are four of each in the tins, and. Um, so I bought a couple tins um, uh, from Martinez, and I'm looking forward to those. Um, so Martinez, for sure. Um, and uh, for the record, um, Nick and Gator, 
going back and forth. Gator puts the camera on on the chicken on the chicken, right? And then um, then so Nick and I start talking through uh, the chat. Um, Gator does not inform Nick and I that uh, Gator's children are nearby. Nick and I start talking about Larry the Mute and the strip clubs. Um, <laughs> the kids might have heard some stuff they shouldn't have heard. Um, and so... Uh, I'm going Gator. to assume those kids have probably heard something from no. Gator no. before. No, I don't. I've just realized, I don't know what Gator's real name is. Jeff. Jeff. Um, and so... Um, I'm just going to go Gator. Uh, uh, Stanky. We're working on a new version of his nickname. Stanky. Stank. Um, so... No, wait, 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 wait. Okay, hold up. If I think stank as a good connotation because I like right. stank well, in my you, cigars. You like if, Jeff. If you're going to if you're going to use that as a negative <coughs> connotation, no. I don't I don't know if I want to be as affiliated with that. It's just a nickname. Okay. It's just a nickname. We All like right. Jeff. All right. Um and so um But why stank? What where is that something we can talk about? <laughs> no, I think you just need to talk to Nick. I, <laughs> I think it's pretty apparent. Um, with his bathrobe stories. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, so Martinez for sure. Um, you know, obviously a fan of the Vivas. I think you're going to select the Vivas in your list. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I have been a huge fan of the, uh, stolen throne and now the call to arms, mm-hmm. uh, crook of the crown. Um, was the first thing I fell in love with there. And that cigar is not, uh, let me down. Yeah. Called arms is great. Um, I haven't had that one yet. I know we got it in, uh, last month's LCC box. Yeah. Sumatra wrapper. I like, Ooh. I like a good Sumatra. Yeah. Strong. Um, I've been, uh, I've been trying to slow down my cigar purchases <laughs> because, um, I, I went a little nuts. Um, and so I haven't been buying a whole lot of this stuff. I've been buying some Ezra Zion stuff, which okay. I assume is boutique. I would, although so. they blow the facing stuff off it cause they have like root beer float and then they have like, uh, so I would classify them as small batch, uh, maybe not boutique, but small yeah. batch. Yeah, that might be. Um, I really enjoyed the root beer float. Um, and some of those, um, let me think of some others. Um, so I remember when we used to have Ezra Zion at the shop here. Right. We had like the uh, the all my exes, uh, Lancero. And they are um, they are a little flashy on the names for me, um, <laughs> um, but uh, I have the uh, I got the the it's the Back to the Future one the um, the flux capa- flux capacitor. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, haven't so, spoke, I haven't spoken. I haven't spoken. Yeah, I haven't opened the package. Yeah, surprise, surprise. Uh, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna steal one from you because uh, I know you'll bring it up if I don't, but I'll steal it from you. Um, and one we clearly both think is a is a boutique, and that's the Mike Jean. It's still yeah, um, one of my favorite cigars of the year. Um, it's been a really good year for new cigars. When you think it really about, has for as shitty as 2020 has been, yeah, we've got some good cigars in our lap. Crook of the Crown was really last year, but called arms is this year. Crook of the Crown, I really fell in love with this year. Mike G is all this year. Um, the Martinez is all this year for me. This has been a really good year of new cigars. It's oh, been a yeah. shitty year, though. It's been, oh, yeah. Well, I mean, it's had its pockets of goodness, but uh, by and by, for the most part, has been uh, a giant kick to the balls. Yeah. So, how about you? Um, so for me, um, I'm going to start with the Viva since I have it in my hand mm-hmm. right now. 
Um, Made by A.J. Fernandez, the hottest blender of the year. (laughs) And last year and the year before. I mean, he's and an attra- he, he's an attractive looking dude. So yeah, if you want to call okay. him the hottest blender of the year, you can you can, yes. <laughs> you can do that. I have no idea what he looks like. No, I mean, uh, Bill, Billy and Gus. I mean, Billy and Gus. Produce, this cigar rocks. I'm not an, dissing this cigar. No, at all. an absolutely amazing cigar, and it helps that you have such the he- arguably the biggest heavy hitter when it comes to blending cigars. You know, in your back pocket. To help. The, this is a cocoa bomb, which oh is God. not a traditional AJ flavor. No. To say that this is just an AJ cigar is somewhat totally disrespectful to this cigar because it is not a typical AJ cigar. No, I mean it's it's a um, it's it, a unique blend. You, when when you think when a when a lot of people think of AJ, they think of spice and pepper. Yeah. You you get that with this, but not. Not a lot. You get a little black pepper, but yeah. the cocoa, the chocolatiness to it is yeah. definitely stands above and beyond of everything Amen. else. So I, I do really like the Viva. I mean, hell, this one was my number one newcomer of last year. Yep. Um, I'm in the same boat, like, like, like with what you said, the, uh, uh, the Mike G super Connecticut. Um, the one I, so I just asked somebody, I'll see if he responds. I, I'm going to classify him as boutique, but I believe crux. I would put that as boutique. Oh, our friend Sam. Sam. So I just te- I just texted Sam. I was like, "Hey, do you do you mm, all classify like that your- cigar a lot?" Yeah. So do you all? I asked him who, since he's the executive sales sales rep or sales sales Say executive, yeah. I asked him. I was like, "Do you classify yourselves as boutique?" So if he says yes, mm. that is. I mean, that's on my list that's no matter list. what. I classify them as good cigars. Yes, and another <laughs> one too is who classify as boutique is Christoph. Do you really? I or Jared would. They have a lot. They produce a lot of. They cigars. produce a lot of cigars. But if we're going to what it what to, what to the thing, they would classify as boutique. Yeah. I so like the, the like the Christoph Maduro is, I mean, just a super good. That Sumatra is strong. Sumatra is good. The pissed boy, the off. J, boy, the J, JT. Holy Sancher. shit! Let me tell you how many how many pissed offs we sold today. Did we? Them oh, boys. How about them boys? <laughs> how about them boys? Well, I, I sent uh, JT signature with your pack to uh, to JJ. Oh, okay, boy, that is, yeah. um, but that's I smoke that occasionally, and that boy, that's a good cigar. That's a good one. I mean, I, 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 I mean, everybody knows that I like a real full strong cigar. So I kind of that's where I kind of lean to where like the Christoph Maduro, the um, sure, you know, the, even the the Viva here, the uh, the Crux with the um, the Bull and Bear, the LE, and the sure. uh, Maduro. I mean, yep. those are all amazing ones. Yeah. But then, you know, when it goes to the small batch realm, that's where Viva falls in for me because I don't, I don't know if I consider them boutique, but small batch wise, they are my favorite. I even said, I've said it numerous times that they're my favorite boutique, but I don't know if they classify as boutique, but they classify, especially me as small batch. So that's my favorite um, as a whole. That that would that would if be you're going to define them as small batch, they're probably my favorite small batch. Although per, the Perdomo small batch, again, so that's the, that's that weird thing. Like Perdomo produces a lot of cigars. I mean, they're one of the yeah. they're one of the biggest uh, you know producers. They're in, the number three manufacturer in Nicaragua. Yeah, so they're the number three manufacturer. Period. period. So they probably that's what Nick Perdomo says. Okay, so who do you think produces more out of Nicaragua? You got Perdomo, you have my father, and you have Padron. I think Perdomo does. I think Perdomo does too, just because of the price. You're going to sell more at that price than say a Padron of the 64 at 20 bucks. I think Nick wouldn't, f- 
fuck with the numbers. I think Nick says he does. I mean, he might. I mean, they make a fucking amazing cigar. I'm not going to argue with that. Yeah, but, I wouldn't argue with Nick. Well, since we're talking about you know cigars, let's talk about this one real quick. So, the wrapper. It's a. Uh, so this was a Nicaraguan puro. Yep. It's a uh, Habano Oscuro wrapper. The binder is a um, Corojo 99, and yes. the filler is a Criollo 98. Yeah. So, you can really tell the difference in the years between the, the binder and the filler. Um, you, it creates a nice tension, I think, between the 98 and 99 Corojo. Corojo. You were just like... <laughs> Your sarcasm is running wild. Yes. Over that. Yes. But it's, I mean, it's all Nicaraguan, um, which is my favorite country of origin for cigars. I will say that. I have been on a Davidoff kick though lately. Um, but my pocket little, doesn't, doesn't like, it doesn't the, like that. Doesn't like that so much. I have, uh, I have some, uh, Davidoffs at home. I've, I've been, I've been on a, Roma craft. If I expressed um, my hatred for the Roma craft band recently to you, uh, yeah, when we had the uh, uh, when we smoked the Neanderthal, you said that you had, band, you, had, you had some disdain for it. I don't. I like it because it slides right off. I want. It's uh, a double band, but it's a band on top of a band. It's not a double band. Is like so. We one below. last night um, there was a lot of. Um, a guy sharing frustration with each other on the hearth um, for varying purposes. Um, but the, there, a lot of airing the grievances. There was what, a lot of airing. Was Festivus the, last night was. that I didn't know about? There was some, um, <laughs> there was some, uh, and, not, and not with each other in general at all. Sometimes you just need a good bitching fest. Right. And there was, um, there was a lot of stupidity in the world yesterday. And there, in general, we came together and expressed that um but one thing that was pretty common was we all hated that band i like the band i hate that band no wait now i which love one? the cigar which one are you talking about well, i guess it doesn't matter any of all, the all... double band they have the same stupid band can't get it off can't do whatever you gotta My... rub it you gotta rub it the right way <laughs> yeah okay <laughs> so you're just better at rubbing things than i am but i've now come to the theory that i burn it down to the band to where it catches fire a little bit and then I can pick it, and then it'll slide off. You know, it's just stupid. <laughs> I've never had any issue with, with that band. Well, there were at least three people last night, who, other than me, who expressed displeasure <laughs> with that band. So you want them to go, you want them to go like the, so, the craft series with no band at all? That'd be fine. So... Um, and I've smoked, have you smoked one of the craft series? I have not even opened the box yet. So I smoked one of those. It was kind of light. Yeah. It was all right. Yeah. I mean, okay. it's a, they have, they have a few it's that fancy. are, they have a few that are like Candela wrapped and Candela yeah. leaf. See, I'm not, I'm not a Candela Didn't fan. Didn't set me on fire. I don't like it. I mean, but again, it's, it's you're, fancy. you're buying something that isn't widely produced. Yeah. It, it's like, it's just like the LFD, uh. Yeah. Unicos. Yeah. Like I have one of those. I'm never going to smoke that motherfucker just because it looks too fucking pretty. So. Yep. I mean, there's. Well, sometime- you know me. I turned those 10 back in. Yeah. Because you would never smoke it. Right. The craft I'd smoke. Um, they're not that pretty, but they're. They're, they're still, they're still nicely wrapped. Oh, they're beautiful. 
but um, they're smokable. Yeah, but they were, and they were good, but they just weren't. They didn't. Yeah, I, need, I need to crack it open and. Yeah, it was a nice presentation. So, I know they got they got some. I mean, Roma does some nice. Roma's nice. I love Roma. I love their boxes. Need to back up off the fucking bands. The bot. The bot. <laughs> okay. I like, I, 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 I like the bands. Back up off. I like the bands. Keep the bands going because it has like even the the, Make, the no. The, they the, need the to be able. To, has that double? Able. Has that like shadow skull uh, on it? You can't be able see to take it. the bands off. Stop it! You need to be able to take <laughs> the damn bands off. Well, yeah. I mean, I can see how that's an issue, but uh, yeah. Well, I haven't got anything back from Sam, but I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna. Still stick. That Crux is a really I'm still going to sit Crux with that. They've got some of the prettiest blue bands I've ever seen. I saw somebody on the Discord today was smoking a Crux that they got from somebody else in the Discord. That was the old label, uh, like uh, the LE or something. And that, like, I was like, oh, yeah, that looks that looks nice. The rebranding, uh, I agree with Sam. The rebranding was mm. smart. It is. Sharp. If there, I mean, if there, go, if there was an award for a brand that did a total 180 in the Absolute positive direction. Yep. Crux. I mean, they, they can name that award so, after Crux. I know you, I know, I know this is going to seem contrary to a lot of, a lot of stuff, but, and I love the West End logo. I think there's a lot of good skull imagery, but on cigar bands, you need, it needs to be clean. It needs to be crisp. It needs to be bright. And um, there's enough brands that have that sort of um, the skull image. The skull image. What I don't. I, mean? I keep. I keep. I, I'm trying to very carefully not say there's too many skulls and cigars. I, I, okay. See, I, I'm sitting here thinking I can't think of another one other than than it's, there's too many of that medieval stuff. There's too much of that older stuff, and you need it to be crisp and clear and stand out. And that's yeah. what that's what Crux. I mean, did. This is what Crux did. Yeah, yep. they and went the opposite. They went the opposite direction. It's it's not that boring, dull brown box. It's yep. stands I, out. Sharp. I, even if they had the brown box, the just the fact that they put the strength on there and the flavor notes, that is. It's what it's what um, it's Man. what Martinez did too. The box is mm-hmm. visually appealing. It's sharp. It stands draws out. your eye. Stands, stands out. Because right. you got to think, in most humidors, it's going to be wrapped in cedar, which is a reddish to brown wood. Most boxes are going to be yeah. brownish. They're one shit, after another, shit pops out. Pops. It's kind of like a like a, a Camacho. Camacho when they did their rebranding, the color stuff. They did full colors and yep, stuff like that. So I mean, Crux probably took a page out of that book. Yeah. But it's one of those things like if it fucking works and why yeah. not? I mean, everybody, yeah. everybody steals from everybody. Hell we've, yeah. we've stolen parts of our own show from, from other sure. people. Yeah. We're going to introduce the uh, Jim, the mute session <laughs> session later. <laughs> yeah. He's actually sitting in that chair over there. Yes. Yes. He well, hey, he's, he, they've even said that they would steal our um, <laughs> million dollars, but dollars, but, and I told him to take it. Please. <laughs> You can't steal what is like easily given. It's given for free. Take it. <laughs> so what, it. what would you steal from them then? Um, I actually liked the caller call in section at the end. I know it was kind of weird because they asked them direct questions, but I love the call in section. You I know think, what? You I want, think their show is great. Do you want to call into their show right now? Why don't we go ahead and call into their, their call line, their ask the boys line. Oh God. And I we'll, and, and we'll just see what we'll, we'll just ask them a few questions. We will. So, um, I can't read my own handwriting to see what that is. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I am calling it 
right now. We'll see what happens. We've never done this before. Never done. And we're this. literally doing this just live. Just so live. We're, we, okay. We. It's going to go to a voicemail. I don't know if it's going to ring. Yep. We'll I kind of want. I kind of want to know like what their outgoing message is. I do. So let's. let's so you're all going to hear it. Yeah. Let's just see. Oh, it's ringing. Hello, my brothers and sisters in smoke. You've reached the Ask the Boys line for the cigar pulpit. <laughs> Leave your question for the boys, and they'll be sure to answer it in an upcoming episode. Thank you, and have a blessed and smoky day. Oh, what's up, guys? This is Aaron from the uh, Straight Cut, and I have Mark with me. Hey, dudes. So we're sitting here while we're recording our show, and you just happen to come up, come up in conversation. So we have a couple questions for you. So, Mark, why don't you go ahead and ask yours first? So the first is, Nick, have you been permanently banned from Denny's based <laughs> on the story that you told when we were on the podcast? And the second is... What is your definition of boutique cigars? We're discussing boutique cigars on our podcast, and you guys are knowledgeable about this. Obviously, our friends Martinez are boutique cigars, Mm -hmm. but what would be your definition of boutique cigars? Yeah, and then for both of you, what are some of your boutique cigars or small batch cigars that you always keep readily available that you want to share with everybody, you know, just because both of you are extremely generous? But the main question we want to know is, are you uh, are you banned from Denny's? And if you are, have you switched to IHOP? <laughs> I mean, because we know we already know like Waffle Houses, their bathrooms they always look like that. That's right. Those are fine. I'm All right. sure you're fine. <laughs> see you. See you in a week and a half, two weeks. See you guys. Bye. All right. There so, you go. So now everybody will have to. I guess that show will come out before ours. So let, maybe we'll see. Uh, we'll see if they get that. But yeah, uh, that's awesome. We might have to do that. Like. Because they do that every, is it every Tuesday? I think every Tuesday. We might just have to do that like at least once a month. Yeah, I think that is a a good idea. That would be pretty fun. That would be fun. So so what have you been smoking that is not on your boutique list recently that you have been enjoying or or for the record, not enjoying? Oh, something that I have not enjoyed. That's a totally, okay. What, or I can ask, I can turn the question this way. What are the three cigars that have disappointed you most this year. Oh Lord. Um, no prep time. Just right off the <laughs> Just right off the bat. Okay. So everybody knows that I'm not a big fan of Rocky. Um, and we just got their new like grand reserve in. Yeah. See, um, Doug said you love that cigar. Could it, not have loved it more. I know I did. It just didn't hit for me. I'm just, I wanted to like it. I love the, the, uh, the AL and the AL two from Rocky. So I take, I'll take it back. They're, ALR. The ALR. Um, I, I really do like those two, but the grand reserve, I had high hopes for it. It, it just wasn't for me. Um, another one that I was really disappointed in was the um the Drew Estate Brother of the Leaf, um the Lancero. I tried that one. Yet. It just I just I smoked two and it just didn't it it was a little ashy tasting for me like uh like ashtray just had that that thing that wasn't hit for me but I only had the Lancero size so I'll I'll, I'll give the other two sizes a, a shot um, but that's really about the only two that you know haven't really been. It just didn't, I had higher hopes on, but it just didn't hit for me. But that's, I mean, that's one of the good things and one of the bad things too, is that, you know, working in a shop, I have, smoke I have tons, I have, I smoke tons of cigars all the time and yeah. I'm not going to like every single one of them. And I don't expect 
our listeners or even the, the clientele, you know, when they ask me, I'm going to give them the honest answer because I don't want to, I don't want to lie to them just to sell a cigar. I'm going to say it just, it had, it just didn't have things that I like. Okay. Yeah. Like even today, uh, doc asked me, he was like, Hey, have you ever had this cigar? And it was the, um, the Alec Bradley, uh, the, uh, filthy hooligan. Mm. And I told him, I was like, that's a great seller. People love it. I don't like it because yeah. of the candela. I'm not a candela guy. It's too grassy for me. So like, those are the three that I wanted to like, but you didn't, but I just didn't. You know, the one for me that I was disappointed in, which is, I still liked it, but was the Atabe, which people who are listening may, mm. may or not know. Yeah. See, and I'm in the, I'm, I'm the exact opposite for you. But you guys love built that, that so much. And I think that me. might be the issue. Yeah. But we, I just didn't. You had, you had that preconceived. It is already buried in your head of. Like, it's a great burner. It's it's the two times I've smoked it. It's been very consistent. But it, it's just not been a lot there, there for me. So, yeah, um, I mean. I don't smoke as many. Uh, the, the, you know, a lot of what I smoke is very the same. So. So do, do you think you smoke the same 15 cigars? No, I probably smoke the same. I, I mean, I. I've been smoking a lot of the pack. So I, I mm-hmm. smoked, uh, I've been smoking a lot of like the, my monthly for sure. Really enjoyed the wicked, um, yes. diesel the yes. other day, boy, that was really good. The Henry clay, <clears throat> the Henry clay was really good. Well, that was, that was strong. I've been mm-hmm. smoked. Um, Henry clay makes some, makes some strong. Surprise. I always forget about them. And that was just such a pleasant mm-hmm. surprise when I smoked that. Smoked the Palladium, a couple out of the Palladium uh, this week, and really enjoyed that. So that's that's four cigars that I don't traditionally yeah. smoke. Um, the Atabay is still sitting there in that one. The God of Fire is still sitting in there, but I've smoked the other three out of there. Yeah. I've not smoked the Martinez. Um, uh, um, <clears throat> the Rollers Blend? No, the the one that came in the oh, the, ban- the Bandito. Bandito. I love that one. Um, I have smoked again. the Rollers Blend. Uh, enjoyed that, although, boy, it kicked me in the nuts. <clears throat> Dude, it is. That, whew. That, uh, like, I, there's I, a lot there. there. I, I jumped on, the her- on a herf today, earlier today, and they just got done smoking one. And they asked me, like, what would you think of it? I was like, man, that thing was strong for me. And I love yeah. a, strong I, cigars. I love, I love a cigar that has a little BDSM in it that will just choke me and yeah. You know, call me bad names. And it was, <laughs> it but it was that. like, Oh man, it was, I wanted more of it. It was, yeah. it was really, so really good. I love that one. Now, okay. It's, now let me flip the script. What is something that you've, you know, a cigar that has come back into your life that you've kind of forgot about. You're like, Oh damn, this one really is really good. Well, <clears throat> the Roma craft is something that I smoked a while ago that I really enjoyed and mm-hmm. I've gotten back into Roma. So Roma for sure. Okay. Um, uh, for sure on that. Um, something that I've brought back into my life. I, I think probably Roma craft's going to lead that. Um, I've gotten back in the last two or three weeks of smoking a lot more of my Añejos. Mm-hmm. I well, kind of got away from that. It's becoming, it's becoming an Añejo season. So it is becoming an Añejo season. Um, uh, so those are probably the two that I've re engaged with recently. Been smoking a lot of the, uh, trying to smoke through a lot of the My Monthly and the LCC packs, mm-hmm. which I'm enjoying just the variety. So that's why you say, do you I smoke the same 15? I've smoked a ton of Roma over the last month, um, but I've I've smoked a lot of variety too. Yeah. So I had a... How about it, you? Um, <clears throat> the, the one that definitely stands out on that I've reignited a love for was the... Um, 
uh, back-to-back LE 2019. Nice. Um, because I know we, we smoked that on the show with Tim you know, yeah, a, we co- did. a couple months ago, but then we happened to got one in, I think it was last month's LCC box. And we have, I mean, we sell them here. We have, you know, 15 canisters. We don't come in boxes. And I was like, damn, I, I forget how good of a Connecticut that that one is. And I yeah. love the shape. I love that. It's a super like long, sharp tor- uh, torpedo. Um, I just, I really, I really yeah. like that one. So I, I didn't even smoke the one that came in the, in the monthly subscription. I just, I grabbed one out of the, out of the humidor, humidor here just because I was like, yeah, this is, this is a really good one. Tons of flavor. Really yeah. nice. So yeah. those, yeah, that's the, that's the one that's kind of reignited the flame. I did have, um, so I did have a, a blackbird for the first time today. Yeah, I had that one on Friday. Um, what did you think? I I liked it. it was, I did too. And I didn't realize that. So that one was a, a Scallywag exclusive. It's on the band. Um, I don't know if you saw that. Uh, I did not see that. I yeah. was trying to figure out what that was. It wasn't because every kept asking me, "Was it the Raven?" And I go, "No, I don't." It, think- it was the. It's kind of the the lettering was a little hard to read. Is like the 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 hornikin or something like that i forget yeah. but it was it was good i liked it, it yeah I, I really liked it too it was uh and then when i saw there was a skylar wax exclusive like oh hell that's even that's even better so it was cool that was yeah, nice Thank i want to get some more of those i know they have a uh they have like a like a five pack of mm-hmm. blackboard and i know uh you know a couple of our guests that we've had on in the past you know really couple months it. have really liked uh blackbird and it's i mean i, just I haven't I, smoked much and anymore. i i believe that they would classify as a boutique i think uh, they company. would so yeah. I'll I'll need to get some more of those and and try them out. I just need to get one of those five packs and yeah. and, and give give them a shot. So we uh, yeah I do too. So we did we don't have music for tonight. Um, so we we did that huge music show last week. So yeah. we thought we'd give music a break this week. Um, we do have an album uh, a, a listener suggested album. We're yep. going to do two two listener albums in a row uh-huh. and then we're going to get back into three in a row and then we're going to go two listeners, three and then yep. two. Yep. Um, and so this week we're doing the Smiths. The queen is dead. We are. This is an album from 1986. The Smiths were, are, were, I, I think they've broken up. I think so. So Morrissey is very polarizing. <laughs> um, that's the easiest term to say. Right. Um, so right. when he was with the Smiths, I don't think he was as polarizing or he no. wasn't as vocal. <laughs> I got right. bad at me. He wasn't out there. Well, it was um, the eighties. It was the eighties. But so this one came from, from Marco Samore. Um, right. Um, but yeah, so I have actually never heard this album. So I'm going into this one. So I fully downloaded blind. this from iTunes and I got the super everything, uh, re-released in 2017 edition okay. with like 40 different versions of every song. Oh geez. So, um, <laughs> but, um, this is a, um, uh, yeah, this is the queen is dead. So, so you, so you've heard this one before. Yes, yeah. this was, so um, what, okay. So I know who the Smiths are. I know who Morrissey is. I know, yeah. you know what they are, but what would you classify? They're all the music as? Okay. Is it, so, is it Brit pop or is it it's Brit pop alternative? Um, it's not punk in any way. Okay. It's, um, um, I, boy, I think of them as, um, you know, that sort of, uh, Duran Duran sort of, uh, Brit pop sort of okay. alternative. It's not, um, you know, it, it's, yeah, it's Brit pop. 
Okay, cool. Smiths are, Smiths are cool. Um, it, it's interesting. It'll be interesting to see your reaction of this. Yeah. Um, I forgot about all the alternative version. The Queen is Dead is, is one of the big uh, songs off of this. And there's like on the, the one that I listened to today, um, there's five versions of that song, including like a weird alternative, alternative version. and A, a deep cut of a deep cut. <laughs> right. And you're just going, wow. <laughs> and I thought that was originally the song. And I said, I don't fucking remember this version of this song at all. Something sounded off. Right. And then you just go, what, what's the weird intro? And then I heard the original version. I go, I remember this song. So, yeah. yeah. So the Smiths um, were, when I was in college, and they were big time on college radio. So, right. Yeah, so that's cool. I mean, yeah, I've, I again, I, I I know who they are, but I don't know any of their songs. So yeah, looking forward to breaking into, into that yeah. one and, and seeing seeing so how it goes. It's good, good choice. I had a great conversation last night, Johnny uh, and I, and a bunch of people were talking uh, music last night on the Discord, and mm-hmm. um, we're uh, we're walking all over every every topic. Uh, uh, Matt and Johnny and a bunch of us were talking. I mean, if there's anything that you and I can do really well, it's talking music. Talking music, and yeah. I mean, we we definitely got our fill last week. I mean, I yeah. I, lo- I love that show because we didn't highlight cigars that much, yeah, at all, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. and it was we like we could have gone. We went two and a half hours, and we could have easily gone four. We could have. I mean, <laughs> probably shouldn't have. Probably shouldn't have because. <laughs> At the end of the day, I have to edit it, and that was already was long, <laughs> long, enough. long enough to do. Yeah. So this one, this episode here, we're ran, we're 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 wrapping up, and it's not going to be n- near as long, which is which right. is okay because I have a shit ton of boxes I got to pack this week. Yeah. So yeah, no, you do, but but uh, we are having. Um, so I've already talked to Mo. Um, so what we're going to do is we're going to kind of do a little, uh, our own little podcast thing of her and I, because we have, um, a couple of months ago, I got the, uh, the coffee collection from that Chris cool. made for, with LCC and the five cigars. So I got two of those. We're going to, we're going to come from two different avenues of somebody who doesn't drink coffee that much and somebody who doesn't smoke cigars that often or like kind of expand her palate and expand mine and coffees. But what we're also going to do is, so there's a little card game uh, called like uh, skin deep and it's like really tough questions that you wouldn't really ask each other. So we're going to kind of turn it into like a little, like a marriage, not marriage counseling, but kind of dive into the psyche of, of uh relationships and we'll you know see what see how people like about that but we're going to christen our patio well nice with that (laughs) christen it with that so it's gonna be fun to do but uh sure got some stuff on the horizons good so but uh you want to talk about the uh the cigar one last time yeah sounds good um it's it's (laughs) oh nick nick just said oh boy yes (laughs) yes (laughs) That's appropriate, Nick. Um, so uh, we, uh, uh, I'm still getting a lot of cocoa out of yeah. this. Spice is ramping up a little bit, but not too much. Um, uh, it's really just been a very pleasant cigar. I really enjoy this one. This this is one that, uh, this would be a, a very good versatile cigar. This is great for the morning. You got coffee or whatever. Um, this would go well with a scotch. Um, I think this one would go great with a stout or a porter just yep. get that creaminess off the beer as well 
Um, but yeah, I, I really, really like the club 500 and it's so cool that they're not an online distributor. You know, they really, you know, they used to, they used to own a, a shop in New York. Yep. So they really stick true to the love of brick and mortars. And, and I, I appreciate that. Um, 100%. you know, and, and it's, and I'm so glad that we can carry these, you know, in Arkansas, I believe we're the only, only, uh, shop that, that carries these. Um, so I'm happy about nice. that as well. Um, and so we have three sizes. We have the Robusto, the Torpedo, or I think they classified as a pyramid, I believe. Um, I believe they do. And then the 500, um, yep. which the 500 is my favorite. I, yeah. You said that's yours as well. Yep. So yeah, come here to, you know, test it out, try it out and see what you think about it. But yeah, you know, it, the spices, you know, just starting into the third, you, you get that AJ Fernandez, you know, spice. Yeah, a bit more you, you, you know, like, okay, you know, Fernandez blend this, but cocoa for, for the whole thing. Whole thing. I mean, just the, the rapper is beautiful. Oscuro. I yep. really like it. I love the band. I mean, it's, yep. I don't know of many other bands that I, that are so eye appealing and eye catching. Yep. Um, it's a sharp end. It is. I, I love it. It's, it's, uh, it's decorative without not being too much. So it's appealing. It, it's flashy, but subtle. Yep. That's a, a good one. So let ever let us know what are some of your boutique cigars that you really like, some of your small batch. Yep. Um, you know, let us know if you think that we're right on classification or if we're just full of shit, which could we be are. both. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, I'm I'm fine with either way. But yeah, I, I want to get your take on, you know, is you know, is boutique and small batch the same thing, which yep. I I don't think it is, but it's used in the same format. It is in a lot of ways. So all right, well, we will see everybody next week. Good. Later.